Part four, chapter sixty nine of Thus Spake Zarathustra by Friedrich Nietzsche, translated by Thomas Common. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Shadow. Scarcely, however, was the voluntary beggar gone in haste, and Zarathustra again alone, when he heard behind him a new voice, which called out, Stay, Zarathustra, do wait, it is myself. Forsooth, O Zarathustra, myself, the shadow. But Zarathustra did not wait, for a sudden irritation came over him on account of the crowd and the crowding in his mountains. Whither hath my lonesomeness gone? spake he. It is verily becoming too much for me. These mountains swarm. My kingdom is no longer of this world. I require new mountains. My shadow calleth me? What matter about my shadow? Let it run after me. I run away from it. Thus spake Zarathustra to his heart, and ran away. But the one behind followed after him, so that immediately there were three runners, one after the other, namely, foremost the voluntary beggar, then Zarathustra, and thirdly and hindmost his shadow. But not long had they run thus when Zarathustra became conscious of his folly, and shook off with one jerk all his irritation and detestation. What? said he. Have not the most ludicrous things always happened to us old anchorites and saints? Verily, my folly hath grown big in the mountains. Now do I hear six old fools' legs rattling behind one another? But doth Zarathustra need to be frightened by his shadow? Also, methinketh that after all it hath longer legs than mine. Thus spake Zarathustra, and laughing with eyes and entrails, he stood still and turned round quickly, and behold, he almost thereby threw his shadow and follower to the ground, so closely had the latter followed at his heels, and so weak was he. For when Zarathustra scrutinized him with his glance, he was frightened as by a sudden apparition. So slender, swarthy, hollow, and worn out did this follower appear. "'Who art thou?' asked Zarathustra vehemently. "'What doest thou here, and why callest thou thyself my shadow?' Thou art not pleasing unto me. Forgive me, answered the shadow, that it is I, and if I please thee not, well, O Zarathustra, therein do I admire thee and thy good taste. A wanderer am I, who have walked long at thy heels, always on the way, but without a goal, also without a home, so that verily I lack little of being the eternally wandering Jew, except that I am not eternal and not a Jew. What? Must I ever be on the way, whirled by every wind? unsettled, driven about. O oh, earth, 
thou hast become too round for me on every surface have i already sat like tired dust have i fallen asleep on mirrors and window-panes everything taketh from me nothing giveth i become thin i am almost equal to a shadow after thee however o zarathustra did i fly and high longest and though i hid myself from thee i was nevertheless thy best shadow wherever thou hast sat there sat i also with thee have i wandered about in the remotest coldest worlds like a phantom that voluntarily haunteth winter roofs and snows with thee have i pushed into all the forbidden all the worst and the furthest and if there be anything of virtue in me it is that i have had no fear of any prohibition with thee have i broken up whatever my heart revered all boundary stones and statues have i o'erthrown the most dangerous wishes did i pursue verily beyond every crime did i once go with thee did i unlearn the belief in words and worths and in great names when the devil casteth his skin doth not his name also fall away it is also skin the devil himself is perhaps skin nothing is true all is permitted so said i to myself into the coldest water did i plunge with head and heart ah how oft did i stand there naked on that account like a red crab ah where have gone all my goodness and all my shame and all my belief in the good ah where is the lying innocence which i once possessed the innocence of the good and their noble lies too oft verily did i follow close to the heels of truth then did it kick me on the face sometimes i meant to lie and behold then only did i hit the truth too much hath become clear unto me now it doth not concern me any more nothing liveth any longer that i love 
How should I still love myself? To live as I incline, or not to live at all. So do I wish, so wisheth also the holiest. But alas, how have I still inclination? Have I still a goal? A haven towards which my sail is set? A good wind? Ah, he only who knoweth whither he saileth, Knoweth what wind is good, and a fair wind for him. What still remaineth to me? A heart weary and flippant, an unstable will, fluttering wings, a broken backbone. This seeking for my home, O Zarathustra, dost thou know that this seeking hath been my homesickening? It eateth me up. Where? Is my home? For it do I ask and seek, And have sought but have not found it. O eternal everywhere, O eternal nowhere, O eternal in vain. Thus spake the shadow, and Zarathustra's countenance lengthened at his words. "'Thou art my shadow,' said he at last sadly. "'Thy danger is not small, thou free spirit and wanderer. "'Thou hast had a bad day. "'See that a still worse evening doth not overtake thee. "'To such unsettled ones as thou "'seemeth at last even a prisoner blessed.' Didst thou ever see how captured criminals sleep? They sleep quietly. They enjoy their new security. Beware, lest in the end a narrow faith capture thee, a hard, rigorous delusion. For now everything that is narrow and fixed seduceth and tempteth thee. Thou hast lost thy goal. Alas, how wilt thou forego and forget that loss? Thereby hast thou also lost thy way, thou poor rover and rambler, thou tired butterfly. Wilt thou have a rest and a home this evening? Then go up to my cave. Tither leadeth the way to my cave, and now will I run quickly away from thee again. All ready lieth as it were a shadow upon me. I will run alone, so that it may again become bright around me. Therefore must I still be a long time merrily upon my legs. In the evening, however, there will be dancing with me. Thus spake Zarathustra. Notes by Anthony M. Ludovici here we have a description of that courageous and wayward spirit that literally haunts the footsteps of every great thinker and every great leader, sometimes with the result that it loses all aims, 
all hopes, and all trust in a definite goal. It is the case of the bravest and most broad-minded men of today. These literally shadow the most daring movements in the science and art of their generation. They completely lose their bearings and actually find themselves, in the end, without a way, a goal, or a home. Quote, On every surface have I already sat. I become thin. I am almost equal to a shadow. End quote. At last, in despair, such men do indeed cry out, quote, Nothing is true. All is permitted, end quote, and then they become mere wreckage. Quote, Too much hath become clear unto me. Now nothing mattereth to me any more. Nothing liveth any longer that I love. How should I still love myself? Have I still a goal? Where is my home? End quote. Zarathustra realizes the danger threatening such a man. Quote, Thy danger is not small, thou free spirit and wanderer, he says. Thou hast had a bad day. See that a still worse evening does not overtake thee. End quote. The danger Zarathustra refers to is precisely this, that even a prison may seem a blessing to such a man. At least the bars keep him in a place of rest. A place of confinement at its worst is real. Quote, Beware lest in the end a narrow faith capture thee, says Zarathustra, for now everything that is narrow and fixed seduceth and tempteth thee. End, quote. End of part four, chapter sixty nine, recording by John Van Stan, Savannah, Georgia.